Welcome to the Boozy Banter Podcast with Brian and Matt. Tonight we talk our Thanksgiving traditions, food preferences, cooking, and much like food prep, we'll be drinking some of our comfort drinks throughout the process. Because quite frankly, you know, cooking sober is almost as ridiculous as fishing sober. So it's time to start consuming and see which one of us turns into the crazy, inappropriate uncle first. Welcome back to Boozy Banter. Welcome to yeah, Boozy yeah. Banter. <laughs> Bienvenue à Boozy Banter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Boozy Banter, brought to you by Wine Styles, where Brian, Matt, and a cast of characters start out chatting about all things booze and end up in places and conversations completely unexpected. Settle in. Even their rabbit holes have tangents. Oh, welcome back to Boozy Banter. Hello, Brian. Hey, Matt. Welcome to, uh, welcome to as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Welcome well, to episode two of a series of two discussing Thanksgiving. Yes. Why do we always do these after long days? Is yeah, it because... Well, everyone... because you can't drink at eight o'clock in the morning. Well, you can't drink and record, I guess. It, that's, that's a law, right? Like, well, I mean, yes. As far as... Yeah, without signatures and, and all that, right? Yeah, it seems like we do always do these at the end of a long day, and yeah. we're tired and cranky, yeah. and yeah. but I'm excited to be here with you as always. Um, well, you, I appreciate you lying to me. I was just going to say that's a gigantic <laughs> lie. <laughs> but we got, uh, as usual, we're going to have a couple themes that we want to talk about, and we're going to have some stupid conversation, and maybe, maybe add a couple uh, knowledgeable pieces too that's also a lie well that's like lie number two and we won't have been talking for like 30 seconds i'm gonna be like like into lie number 47 by the time we're 20 minutes into this conversation that's okay that seems low yeah (laughs) that seems that seems low oh our first drink tonight is exactly what uh it calls for just sitting and bullshitting with people you know and and lying so this is a nice, easy-drinking cream ale. It sure is. Mm-hmm. From? Shells. Or August Shell. August right? Shell, yep. yeah. Founded in 1870, he said with confidence. Yeah. New Ulm, Minnesota. Yeah, 1860. Yeah, shout out to the folks up there. Mm-hmm. Still doing their thing. I think, you know, are they the oldest family-owned brewery? Yingling is Yingling's the oldest someone. brewery um, in the country, and I think these are the oh, these guys are the oldest family-owned or, or still family-owned brewery. Still 140 years old. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, making it all the way through Prohibition. And yep. I'd like to dive into that a little bit more, how some of these older breweries make their way out of that. We could have a podcast on Prohibition and, oh, yeah, and all of that. Oh, yeah, there's a phenomenal book about it. That, yeah. Several ones that I've yep. read. And, yeah. Yep, let's do that. I, I yeah. think that'd be fun. You can talk about how the government poisoned you know, some of the alcohol, like medicinal alcohol, you know, intentionally. Really? Yeah, yeah. There are people in hospitals. Sounds and wrong. Died and, yeah. Sounds really wrong yeah, to me. It was, it was bad. It also sounds about right. Yeah. Good thing... Uh, Good thing enough people survive to, uh, you know, procreate and bring us down here so we can drink on radio for fun. By the way, I'm going to raise my hand right now, at early in the evening, to be the um, crazy, inappropriate uncle first tonight. So I just want you to know that yeah. I called it. I called it first. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't really a. It wasn't really going to be much of no. a challenge for me. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is just a nice cream ale. It's light, crisp, got just a little bit of texture to it, and. And we always talk about 
People don't get enough credit for just making a good friggin' beer. Yep. Simple I mean, beer. Yep. Yeah. Because you can't hide. I mean, this is just, this is what I've been looking forward to all day, is just drinking a nice beer with you. Let's stop it. You're making me blush. There is our fourth lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to, for shits and giggles, I'm going to keep track of that tonight. So yeah. we're on our fourth lie. Yeah. And, so and maybe we can yeah. take bets out there. How many lies are going to come up we this could. evening? We There's going to be a lot of yeah. them. So I do uh, want to uh, kind of move into a few things so we just uh, don't talk about lies all night. <laughs> uh, you know, first off, you know, it is Thanksgiving coming up. And, you know, I've found that while people have a lot of similar traditions, it does seem like uh, there's all these little you know, quirky things around. Like, like my family, we always had deviled eggs at Thanksgiving all the time. Like I've, there's never been a Thanksgiving I was at without deviled eggs. And I say that to some people, and they're like, what are deviled eggs? Really? Um, How can you not know what a deviled egg is? I don't know. Seriously? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if we get any input on folks that don't know what a deviled egg is. Yeah, they should. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be at least a... Is that that's not like a Midwestern thing, is it? No, I don't think not. Yeah. Not like Beggars Night, which is just biz, you know, is bizarre to me when I moved to this town. You know, you mean you don't trick or treat on Halloween? I, I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah. Trick or treat like, don't we do Beggars Night like in July? <laughs> it's <laughs> we weird. Yeah. It's really weird. So did you uh, when you were a kid? Did you guys travel? You know, the grandparents, or did you guys have it at your house? We, you know, that's a great question, and I had to think about that for a second. We always had it at our house. Oh, grandparents really? always came to our house, okay. and frankly kind of carried that tradition on um, when we became big people, also <laughs> known as adults, with children. Uh, always been, always hosted Thanksgiving. It's always been, I've always kind of been the cook, and in um, the family, of all of all of the family, mm-hmm. And it's my favorite holiday of the year because it's about fellowship and kind of, and it sounds silly, but it's kind of about teamwork as well because you kind of dole out the responsibilities and everyone kind of works together to, to get dinner done in a timely fashion. And by timely fashion, I mean in seven or eight hours. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, it's the most work and the, the quickest you'll eat any meal. You know, So you work seven hours and you get... Like what you're done in 15 minutes, something crazy like that. But uh, seems no, like a- we always hosted and always have. This year will be a little bit different. I think most of us would agree that mm-hmm. uh, we would normally do 16 to 20 people at the house, and we're doing I think four okay. this year, four or five. And you've got a little, little group too, right? Uh, no, I'm just gonna be just, just when I see a little group, friends. that's just two yeah. of you. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. That's a small group. It is. It's yeah. a small posse. Yeah, and any of the if there's anybody looking in the window or. Or anything like that. Fortunately, we don't. I don't think we have any any animals like in the spring hiding out in the chimney. So well, a little known fact, but don't you like to cook uh, Thanksgiving dinner in the nude? Right. Uh, not completely. <laughs> Apron so. only. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't get the you know the you know. Well, we're not going to wipe my hands off. You, well, and you can't. You, you don't know. want to burn the naughty bits. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So much scar I mean, tissue there that it doesn't I mean, matter. Anyway. I mean, not on like, purpose. Is I yeah. guess what I mean by that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a movie. Um, you know, we wouldn't, would you get up early to, or did you do the cooking? What's, what's going on in your side no, of the world? No, what, I, uh, what, what goes on? You know, once in a while I might help with something, but by and large, no. Um, growing up, um, it just kind of magically appeared, you know, just on the table. I'd get there, food's done, you know, or I'd wake up in the morning and it'd be already in the oven or, or something like that. I, I don't know. Life was simpler. Um, not that I don't like making things, but I think there was also, uh, you know, people in the family that like doing the cooking as well. And 
I liked doing the sleeping, especially <laughs> especially since you know as I got older, I worked retail and service industry. Yeah. But you know that might be my only day off in the third quarter of the year, and a lot of times I don't want to get up at seven a.m. to, you know, to get make the some get, stuff. get the stuff going and no. get the turkey ready for the no. six hour journey no. in the oven, yeah, no. or whatever it takes no. to cook a turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean I'd <laughs> Domino's would be fine with me. Domino's, a sponsor that we would like. Yeah, <laughs> if you're listening, Domino's. Or Pizza Hut. We can cut it pizza. out. Pizza yeah. 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 The Domino's doesn't make a turkey pizza, do they? Because if they don't, they should. No. Because I think that would be awful. Wait. Could you could you put a turkey inside of like, like a whole turkey inside of a pastry? What, what kind of pastry? Of, I don't know, but if you So like, you're basically doing a, um, you're doing a, um, what's it, what's it when you wrap the uh, tenderloin in a, uh, in a, uh, in pastry oh, and do the, uh, the the mushrooms oh yeah 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 that would be and you're gonna wrap it I don't think you could do that I think you well could you put it on a stick and then dip it into the fryer so you have a whole turkey on a stick turkey on a stick now you're just being silly turkey (laughs) on a stick I'm thinking we could yeah you probably could speaping of turkey on a stick and turkey and Mm -hmm. dropping dropping it down I'm gonna fry a turkey this year yeah ooh yeah be careful man I don't want to read about the house. You know, know how high to get that oil, man. I, get, I've seen yeah, videos. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do it out in the driveway, yeah. I think, just to make... Yeah. I mean, when I say driveway, I mean the driveway that goes the by your driveway. <laughs> by driveway, I mean the neighbor's driveway. Hey, Brian, good to see you. Yeah. What are you doing out yeah. here, and why is there a fire? <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are always fun. Uh, fun, uh, Not fun. That's not. That's probably not a fun word, especially if your house catches on fire. But yeah. if you ever Google, uh, you know, look up uh, oh, yeah. turkey fires or whatever, my goodness gracious. Yeah, Some it just people, runs up the arm. Oh, and, my yeah. goodness. It just it, it yeah. just goes horribly wrong or can yeah. it's it's not a pretty thing have a i thought you're going to smoke a turkey this year i'm going to smoke one too yeah i'm going to smoke a turkey and i'm going to deep pat fry a turkey so both you and the missus will have a whole turkey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well they're small put turkeys. it on a stick they're, and i'm going to put the smoked turkey on a stick so normally we would do probably a 20 so that's quick story here normally we would do a 20 pound turkey uh, ish for everybody because what do they say like a pound turkey per person I don't get that I think they figure with all the bones and the waste and so on and so forth mm-hmm. um, so this year we decided that because it was a small I've always wanted to smoke a turkey mm-hmm. um, you gotta suck like a son of a gun to get that thing started though on one end you just get oh. <laughs> see what I did there that's good stuff yeah that's, a that's lie. really that's good line number five well, I don't know, man. It's not let's, good let's hold on. Let's let's back up on that. <laughs> you know, we we're I was going to hold off on talking about stuffing for a while now. You know, could you put a little bit of kind bud inside the turkey and just you know put it in the oven and let it kind of you get like an edible turkey. That's <laughs> you could, but I don't think that's a little legal bit of THC. In, I don't think that's turkey, legal you know? in Iowa, but no, in, in Colorado we might be able to. It's got to be legal somewhere with that. Yeah. Someone has to have done that. I'm pretty sure that if it could be done, it has I mean, been done. I mean, you've got to make stuffing with herbs. <laughs> I'm, I will guarantee you that yeah. it's been made with that type of herb yeah. before. But that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't can we get even, research on that? Yeah, could we yeah. have? Yeah, could we have our crack team look that up and see yeah. and let us know? Yeah, but not, get back to us. Not, not crack turkey. Crack, yeah, not yeah. crack turkey. That'd just be wrong. Yeah, but no smoked turkey. And uh, so the story that where I was going, what, how crazy we went down a rabbit hole. Um, so Andrea, because there's kind of like toilet paper, this you know earlier on in the year where there's a big run on that. Evidently, there's a big run on small <laughs> turkey. <laughs> there's a big run on small turkeys mm-hmm. right now, because smaller groups, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
Andrea comes home uh, about three nights ago, four nights ago, with a 20-pound turkey. I said, Andrea, what do you want me to do with this? And she said, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure I could get a turkey. So two nights ago, she comes home with two 12-pound turkeys. So now, instead of, you know, we're doing, a, you know, we're being responsible and we're not having a lot of people over, we have 40, 42 pounds of turkey. <laughs> So I don't know what in the world we're going to do with that, but uh, we're going to figure it out. So I'm going to do the smoked turkey. I'm going to do the, um, the uh, and then do the deep fat fried turkey. So it'll be a new experience for us. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also terrified. So are you taking the third one and putting it in the oven? Or? No, I think we'll wait on the third one and we'll just do it on a night in January or whatever. We got What's our research team Whoa, telling us about? Uh, what do we got? So we've got... Uh, um, marijuana turkey roast recipe. Oh my goodness gracious! Let's see. Oh, let me go read a little bit about it. Oh, each bite has five milligrams of wacky weed. Oh, they actually. I'm reading a a recipe here, and they actually suggest the best strains that, that will pair <laughs> with the turkey. I don't know anything about marijuana, so yeah, I wouldn't know what a strain is. Well, it says eight like, servings. Like citra hops and all that different stuff. I'm sure there's different types of strains in marijuana, correct? Yeah, but if there's a lot eight of people servings, out there, I think I'm, does that count? Like everyone has three servings and then just nibbles on it for like the rest of the day? I think that's what that means. Okay. There's literally one thing that can make improvement on a turkey roast, cannabis. Yeah. You know, I think... I'm not advocating that, by the way. <laughs> I'm just curious. Apparently, there are numerous ways to infuse this. You could put it in cranberry sauce, uh, turkey <laughs> turkey gravy, um, turkey roast, super Yeah. Wow, our Cracker Jack team found yep. that out. Yep. Probably um, more information than you thought you were going to get on that. Right? Yeah, but that, again, with the... Uh, the holidays and being a rough year, it's probably a good idea to, you know, to maybe medicate the family. Marijuana <laughs> corn, yeah. marijuana, co marijuana corn casserole. Yeah, on the cob. Yeah, on the cob. <laughs> yeah, you said cob. Yeah. Oh man, you know the other thing I um, love about Thanksgiving is there's a lot of math involved, and here's what I mean by that. So most of us have a 30-inch oven at home, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to put a 20-pound turkey in that oven at 375 degrees for six hours. Mm -hmm. And then an hour and a half before the turkey's ready, you got to figure out how you're going to cook the corn casserole at 375 degrees. Mm -hmm. You know, by the way, the potatoes have to cook for three hours yeah. or 50 minutes. Remember, you've got a an oven that's 2.7 cubic feet-ish, mm -hmm. give or take. And you're trying to shove 30 to 40 cubic feet worth of food in that thing. And you're trying to time it. And then, you know, you're hopeful, hopeful that the, the little little button guy, little thing that pops up in the turkey comes at the right time. Yeah. So there's just a lot of timing and math. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like cooking at Thanksgiving <laughs> because you're trying to do so many things in a tiny little oven, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it's 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 becomes kind of a bitch, <laughs> you know. And then you got to time all that stuff to... to come out at the right time and that's actually one of the things I'm a little concerned about this year is I'm so used to getting up and then throwing that turkey in at about 9 10 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. well if you deep fat fry a turkey it takes 50 minutes 50 50 minutes to fry a turkey really so how in the hell are you gonna figure all that stuff up so now now you got to flip-flop what you're doing now you got to get all the sides and everything ready first mm -hmm. Because the turkey taste takes the shortest amount of time. Oh, that, yeah. So, but now I'm going to throw a little little curveball at you, Matt. You're going to say, "Hey, Brian, you're going to throw a curveball at me? Yeah. This isn't baseball season." Yeah, but I'm not going to swing. Yeah, well, so. you never do. Uh, now you're going to 
you're going to smoke a turkey that could take seven or eight hours. Yeah. So lots of math, Matt. Mm-hmm. Is your head, have you got a headache yet? Oh, not from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a headache about an hour ago talking to you in the office. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's um, that's my lesson on math and, and Thanksgiving yeah. and how to time all that stuff. It's well, a bitch. You know, I, I find that it's just easier if I plan the sides, you know, for when the delivery guy shows up. Yeah, that's easiest. The, the turkey delivery guy? Yeah, yeah. That's a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So do you have, um, is there like, did your mom cook? Does your mom cook? Oh, yeah. yeah, did, yeah. Is there like a family recipe that she always does or is well, there something f- you always have? There are family things. Besides cornflakes? I, I mean, there's, whoa. Sorry, I was just to open the, uh, the second drink and it's a Cajun cork. I was, you know, kind of like a champagne bottle. And I was twisting that cage in court or the cage yeah. loose and had my thumb on it. And thankfully I had enough strength in that thumb because the cork just blew and I was making a terrible mistake of Are you okay? Pointing it at me. It was under my chin. <laughs> so So how did the podcast end so quickly? Nice there job. we go. Nice, nice. That done. was a bottle, not me. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I mean, you we okay? could have had that on. Yeah, that could have been ugly. Yeah. Normally, you got to kind of work that cork out, but that thing was getting ready to, again, you know, explode. Take a load in the face. So, <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I apologize. So, we're, we're moving on to beverage yeah. number two here, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, have, that do you know cork would have just. Yeah. I, I can't get over that. That, that would have just completely lambasted me in the chin. (laughs) (laughs) Lambast. That's a big word. I mean, that that cage probably would have cut my... Well, I've got a couple of scars on my chin anyway, so... That'd have been okay. No, but one of my... uh, Yeah, this... (laughs) I uh, haven't had this one, but uh, those of you that know me and have listened to podcasts know that I like everything pear... Uh, this isn't that. This isn't pear, but I just wanted to let everyone know that I like everything it's pear. Not pear. No, it is. I was oh, kidding. Okay. But I love I no pear idea. cider. Um, anything with pears in it, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a yeah, Normandy pear cider, yep, so it's going to have a little funk to it, and it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely got that kind of that. Not, I don't want to say rotten because that's not that doesn't that sound appealing. Bruised. Bruised, thank you. This little bruised pear thing going on. Like my chin would have yeah. been. Like your chin would have been. So what know. do we know anything about this place? That we just From popped Normandy? it open? Yeah, we just popped it open actually. Okay. Normandy, uh, unless our education system has failed all of you. Uh, Normandy is in north central moving to north uh, west along the coast of France. You know, surprisingly, it's where the Normandy beaches at D Day are. Um, I'm guessing that it was named after the cider, right? Normandy cider. Yep. That's what the landing beaches were named after years yep. later. Yep. That checks out. It does check out. I'm okay. looking it up right now. Okay, cool. There was, you know, Pear Beach and... <laughs> You're no. checking this if I'm listening, <laughs> aren't you? I'm looking stuff up on the internet right now. You're just throwing stuff up. <laughs> and then there's that one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went to Normandy years ago and got off the train and uh, 
I had no idea where I was going to stay, and which is not uncommon for me when I'm traveling. That is true. And I walked across the train tracks, and there was a little hotel there. And I saw on the, the front door, it said, there was a little sign that said, Welcome to our Liberators. It had been painted on there, and I thought, well, let's take a go at it. And went in and tried to ask for a uh, place to stay for a couple nights in French, and the guy replied in English and chatted with him a while. Apparently he was a huge history buff, and his biggest travel dream was to go to Gettysburg, like just randomly. Um, ended up riding around with... Uh, friend of his and three other people, four other people, uh, going to the, the beaches and Ponda Hawk and boy, I tell you what, sometimes you just trip over it into something fun. Um, although I did eat, uh, some fish I didn't care for. Um, <laughs> That's too. never a good thing. There is a, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot more stories with that, you know, leaving hats places and hanging them up on bottles. Maybe they're still there, but, um, but yeah, if you can ever go to Normandy, uh, you know, after you, you know, go to the D-Day beaches, yep. go get some pear cider. Pear or apple, right? Yeah. Either or. I mean, yeah. I'm, I would, if I have my choice, I'm going to pear. Yeah, the cidre. <laughs> so the cidre. Yeah. Um, so this one is le pear in, in P-E-R-E. Again, my French is is, is yeah. worse than my English. English. Yeah. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Just barely. Uh, and this one is uh, something we have in the shop. Is this something new? Have we had this for a uh, while? We've had it for two days. Two Wow, so it is definitely new. God bless you for bringing that in. Um, this looks like this this um, cider has been around since 1919. No so doubt. it's been around oh. for 101 years, if I do the math correctly. I think Carry that the label one. design's been around that long, too. Yeah, that's, there's no doubt. Well, that's one thing about a lot of French wines and, and so on. They really don't... They don't... Uh, worry too much about the labels which I'm good with I'm mm -hmm. fine with for the most part but now this is a this is you know from a from a Thanksgiving standpoint just good with if you're doing some appetizers to begin with like maybe some deviled eggs mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah actually yeah yeah and then and then any like uh, French cheeses a little baguette mm -hmm. uh, you know that brie you were talking about uh, wrapping a uh, you're wrapping wrapping a turkey in pastry, <laughs> but what about a little puff pastry wrapped around uh, some brie or something with and then stuffed in the turkey stuffed into the turkey wrapped in a I don't know what. I wonder what I wonder what what would happen to a brie if you just plugged it into the the turkey butt and would, nothing good I don't think oh. what a waste of good brie though but if you kept turning the turkey maybe it would coat just the coat inside. the inside of it yeah, yeah. that you might be honest because yeah you see that a lot with a 20 pound turkey when it's 350 degrees just go in there and turn the thing yeah <laughs> you see that a lot what are you doing honey I'll just turn on the turkey a quarter of a turn to make sure the brie is melting properly yeah. on the inside I feel like that's things, something that would things be you never things I'll take things you never hear at Thanksgiving Alex yeah. for a hundred yeah want to turn the turkey yeah oh my goodness gracious well but you kind of have to you know if you're going to be cooking in the microwave you gotta make sure that you know it, it cooks evenly oh man so Could you uh, fit a 12 pound turkey into a microwave <laughs> and if you could if you could and you put it on for an hour and a yeah. half i'm mostly asking to you know like thaw it out because that's half the problem people forget to put their turkeys out to thaw well, that's the other thing you see uh, when you do deep fat fried and you see it goes hor horribly wrong. 
because uh, remember I'm new with this, but at least I understand how oil works. Have you ever like taken oil and you get it up to temperature mm -hmm. and throw a little couple drops of water on mm -hmm. it? It just it doesn't agree. Oil yeah. and water, the the old saying, oil and water, yeah. or vinegar, all those things. Yeah. So you take a lot of times you'll take a turkey that's really that's where the the, the badness goes. <laughs> it's put a wet turkey, one that isn't padded dry, and throw it into hot oil. That is just that's a science experiment you would normally see on like oh, yeah. the Letterman show, mm -hmm. but on purpose. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, our research staff is saying that you can fit a 12-pound turkey into a microwave. I'm not sure why he would want to. Yeah. Oh, I know why you'd want to at least once. Like, <laughs> like putting a gremlin in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a movie. They put then they put a gremlin in a microwave. Yeah. 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 Blow, blow it up. Yeah. Blow it up real good. Yeah. So let's see what else do we want to talk about, Matt. Um, Oh, yeah, my uh, the things I look forward to a lot of holidays. Uh, my family mac and cheese. That was, uh, I think, when uh, uh, years ago when my grandmother passed away, that was one of the th things that it, it hit me, you know, right away. I was like, boy, I'm never going to eat her mac and cheese again. You know, even though I can make it, you know, and everything, and, and mac and cheese is fairly simple, but there was something about going something to grandma's. she made, it yeah. made. You know, just something to remind you of that, right? Yeah, it's probably, you know, because her pots had all the patina on it. So yeah. there's <laughs> some of the patina going in there. Yeah, there's a, a little bit of, you know, steak and onions <laughs> a little and bit liver. Of 1975 and, yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandfather and I got this with this set of pottery yeah. uh, when we got first got married. Yeah. What does this taste like 1965 Christmas? Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to wash it. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. Those of you who have, uh, of a certain age and and understand you know patina on cast iron pots um yeah you don't clean those or else uh grandma or mom gets really mad because you you peel all the goodness off of it well it's like having a cast yeah. iron a cast iron uh, skillet you don't yeah. we don't wash that with with soap and kind of like yeah. having a uh, it, you do any wok cooking if you have a big old mm -hmm. wok you don't yeah. wash that with uh, detergent either you just and then you put it on the stove and dry it off oh really yep and that's what you do with uh, with uh, cast iron as well. Put it on mm -hmm. the stove, turn it on, and, and dry it that way. Mm -hmm. That way you keep all that 1975 goodness on there. As my grandma yeah. would have said, uh, the goodie. Yeah. You got the goodie on it. <laughs> so one of the things I would always look yeah. forward to, and I'm, I'm starting to uh, get a little disappointed with it, is I've been a Bon Appetit magazine guy since like 1988. Mm -hmm. And my favorite, I would look forward to it. Like come October, early, yeah. or no, actually late September, I'd look forward to that. Thanksgiving issue because I yeah. I do a lot of my cooking from you know, I pull two or three and have some favorites and I still have some favorites and um, that would be the, the the you talk about things that you look forward to Bon Appetit was always it because I pull two or three recipes off of that yeah. and pull some favorites out go back and I've got, actually got some recipes back from 1988 that we still use and, but lately uh, um, they're probably not going to get a sponsorship because of this but. Lately, Bon Appetit has not been my favorite. It's, you know, maybe it's because I'm getting to be better at what I do. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I'm getting old and I can't read as well as I used to be able to. I don't know. Be. But Bon Appetit is not, uh, this this year I was a little, little, little this uh, unsatisfied with mm -hmm. it. So I don't even know if we, we might pull some rolls out of there, but I always try and pull one, one yeah. recipe out of there. So that's one of the things we've huh. always looked forward to for, what, 30 some years. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one of my family holiday things. That, uh, that I miss is uh, handballs, and everybody has their own handball recipe. You get the, 
you know, from different parts of the Midwest. You said ham, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, you gotta go to you gotta go to Fairway, you know, to their meat counter and get their specific ham loaf, and yeah, mix in all sorts of good stuff like, like breadcrumbs or what? Yeah, and the egg and uh -huh. um, some mustard, and, you know, a few other things in there, and you kind of knead it until I mean, literally like dough until yeah. it's there, and then you break it into smaller balls. Um, but you gotta be careful because if you make them too large, then it takes way too long to cook. Um, I remember one time my aunt made them about the size of friggin' softballs. And you look at that and you're like, that's going into me? Because I'm going to eat two of them, let's just be honest. <laughs> and, and, um, but then, you know, you put them in the tray and then you've got a, uh, um, a sauce that is, you know, got a little bit of brown sugar in it and a few other things. So it makes it a little sweet and you just make it, oh. I've never had a ham ball. Oh, man. Yeah. man. Man, 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 Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I've, warm, I've had cold, my hand on my balls before, but, that, but is that, that's not the same thing? No, no, okay. no. All right, just want to make sure. Not. No, okay. But they are, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't made, I don't think I've made hand balls for maybe three years or so, maybe four. Well, yeah. you know what? There's no time like the present, my friend. Oh, yeah, Are yeah. you going to do that, maybe? Oh, there's lots of times like the present. <laughs> <laughs> or the future. Yeah. So are you thinking about it, maybe? No, not this no, year. No, not this year? No. Son of a gun. I, I might do it for Christmas. Bring me some in, some hand balls in. If can, I do for Christmas, I'll bring some in for you. Can you do like turkey balls too? Oh, I don't think can you do grind, like grind it chicken, up. Chicken balls. But the thing with the it's the consistency. Oh really? You no. Know, you know. Huh. So okay. Well, different I'm, meats, I'm, different consistencies. That, that's isn't that the way of the world? Yes. Yes. Well, anyway, how about side dishes? Got any favorites? Oh, well, like I said, the mac and cheese. Um, I've got a little corn casserole dish that I make. Oh, I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah. With the yep. with the the cornbread and the the corn and the cream corn and, and such. Can I have a little uh, more of that? No. Thank you. <laughs> it's only 4% ABV. I know, so, right? Pear uh, cider. Oh, my uh, goodness gracious. See, these are the, I took a cider a couple of years ago to Thanksgiving, and you know, the family really liked it. And, boy, I, it's been a, kind of a long walk um, getting my family to drink anything that I like. Um, more for you, buddy. Well, yeah, but then that backfires on you, man. I, I showed up with like two or three bottles of this rosé that I bring in just for myself. And and I tell you what, a dry, earthy rosé that took over because I knew it would be great with Thanksgiving, all of my family drank it. Did you get any of it? Not the first bottle. <laughs> Not the first bottle yeah. at all. It just disappeared. Which, you know, honestly, I'm happy with because that means I can at least find something that people like. <laughs> but they tend to be more the sweet thing. So once in a while, I'll take a, a really good sweet wine. There you go. Mm -hmm. Well, I the cat's going to be out of the bag after I mention it on this podcast for our tens of listeners that we have. But I have learned over the years, if I'm going to open a good bottle, and chances are during the holidays, I'm going to open quite a few good bottles. I put those in another room. <laughs> Not that I don't want to share, because it's all about sharing. I love yeah. I love sharing. But when you have a glass, a, a big burgundy glass that will literally hold an entire bottle of wine, mm -hmm. and you want to play the game, let me see how much wine I can get in this glass. <laughs> I don't like that game so much because um, just because the glass can hold twenty four ounces doesn't mean you should put twenty four <laughs> ounces in the glass. So I've learned over the years to to kind of hide um, the the wine. Yeah. From certain uh, relatives yeah. that I will leave 
you know. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, you know who it is. Yeah. My dad. I was gonna say Andrew. No, Andrew's not it. No, no. I love my dad to death. Your kids. Well, the kids, the kids have opened some bottles in the past <laughs> that uh, they probably shouldn't have, but they're my children, so yeah. most of them were only grounded for like a week. Yeah. But one of them still grounded. Yeah, one of them is <laughs> is still grounded and probably will be forever. Yeah. But they had that coming. You know, one of the things we were going to talk about is um, how long or when you start Thanksgiving dinner. You know, uh, a lot of people get up at the crack of dawn and, and get stuff mm -hmm. going. Do you, so do you do, is it lunch or is it supper? It's, <laughs> it, the joke in our house is that we're always going to try and do it like kind of mid-afternoon, mm -hmm. like four-ish. Yeah. That way because of the, what's the tryptophan? Or whatever you tryptophan. Call it, tryptophan that's in there because everyone gets all sleepy. Mm -hmm. So you have a little, a nice kind of mid-afternoon and then you can kind of visit the stuff mm -hmm. for 7, 8 o'clock afterwards. It's inevitable with us. It kind of goes all back to that whole timing thing. Remember mm -hmm. with the oven and the things and the stuff. and yeah. the, it's It always seems like it's more it's closer to 6. So I think we should probably start timing it to where we eat at 2. Yeah. Well, here's the other challenge, though. Yeah. So we're snackers. So, you know, half of the fun for us for Thanksgiving is all the appetizers, mm -hmm. all the cool appetizers. You know, we, we sell a lot of cheese here in the shop. So we eat a lot mm -hmm. of cheese on Thanksgiving and yeah. chutneys and all, all that stuff. By the time it's time to eat, I, a lot of times I'm just <laughs> not really in the mood to eat. So, yeah. Um, we, uh, we, we post, that's, I think, another reason why we push it off a little bit is. Uh, just the fact that we're snacking all damn day. But Do you think that tryptophan's a thing or that people use it as an excuse to close their eyes and not talk? <laughs> like, whoa, oh, I'm tired. You know, Mabel, Hi. it's time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, look at the time. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's a thing. They yeah. say it's a thing. Yeah. And if they say it's a thing, it's got to be a thing. Yeah. Right, you two? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys staying awake over there? Everything good? Yeah, can you check, okay. ask Jeeves about that? I think that's still around. Is right? Jeeves still a thing? <laughs> I don't think. Is, is it, it still? It's still up there. Wow. Hmm. Oh. Well, I think that that cider. If you guys want, like, here's a challenge for everybody out there: for Thanksgiving, instead of getting the traditional uh, bubbles, um, the cabas or the proseccos or champagne mm -hmm. or American uh, bubbles, seek out a dry apple cider, cidre. Mm -hmm. or a pear and uh there's some great ones and we actually have quite a few great ones in here yeah, and uh, seek out pair. your local wine merchant mm -hmm. and uh try those for uh an appetizer pairing wine mm -hmm. instead of the traditional i mean that's kind of what food's all about trying new stuff yeah and again four percent alcohol yeah that lets you uh drink more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot more makes me a little gassy yeah. though matt yeah yeah. Well, generally, but then again, eating, yeah. you know, anything makes me gassy. No, that's not. Yeah, uh, let's let's not. <laughs> yeah, I get gassy eating crackers. <laughs> well, they're quinoa crackers. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, what are we doing next? And try not to have that explode in your chin. Yeah. Again, it's, if uh, I had a nickel, a, a lifelong problem for me. <laughs> so. Let's see here. So we are going to move into another one of our favorites for Thanksgiving, and that is a rosé. Uh, rosé pairs with just about everything you're going to serve with Thanksgiving, except for pizza. Whoa, 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 oh, wait. Actually, that's a lie. It'd go really well with pizza. 
please don't serve thanks or pizza at Thanksgiving. So this is this is current vintage, right? This is current vintage. So 2010 the Spanish. Is this a Tempranillo? Uh, predominantly, okay. yes. So I think there's some. I'm not Graciano gonna. I'm not there. even gonna try and butcher the name. I'm gonna let you tell the group what we're drinking here, because even though my Spanish is decent, for some re reason I can never pronounce. Rosé. Thank you for that. <laughs> Wine. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. <laughs> this is, uh, well, i got to finish my pair here. So I'm not going to... Vina Tondonia. Tondonia. Mm. <sighs> Strangely, it tastes like strawberries and pears. You know? Beautiful. I'll pass that over to you guys because I'm still so, drinking a little of my pear cider here. This get, is oh, from that real quick. Yeah, this is from Lopez de Aredia. It is, I th if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, the oldest uh, Rioja wine producer, like continuous producer of wine. 140 years, 143 yeah. years. And for every year that they've made wine, they've only made from grapes picked from their own estate. While legally, for a long time, you could contract and purchase grapes and um, and sell them as your own, um, they never did. And all of their wines are listed for their vineyards. This is the Vigna Tondonia. So the vineyard is Tondonia. Uh, you find grapes, reds, and whites made from that. But this rosé is something special. You just do not find that around at all. Uh, Second-hand market, the uh, prices go way up on it because who's ever heard of a rosé that you age for 10 years before you release? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy good. So, uh, Grenache, 80, 60%, Tempranillo, 30%, and Viera, which, which is yeah. a white wine, which uh, doesn't surprise me, but what I love about the tasting notes in this is the color is a, because you can really, because visually you can wrap your head around this onion skin color think about a white onion and the color of that skin it i mean it kind of yeah it's just i mean it's got such a cool cool color to it yeah and, and just I, a lot like a lot of wines you do get a little rust color as you get that age yeah but you see that on the rim before it goes deeper this one it is it's almost, almost there's orange there's not a ton of rim mm. variation on uh -uh. that though is there no it's it's translucent it's orange um yeah, just a little bit of particulate in there. Oh yeah, and it's it's got some viscosity on it too. Kind of coat your mouth. There's just something to be said about like like you said, not to uh, not to uh, keep beating this, but a wine that is in its current vintage, and it's uh, ten years old already. And yeah. then don't they have some reds that they wait a long time to release as well? And then didn't you just recently buy some 1978 um, of yeah. their um, Rioja? Yep. Oh, boy, it kind of smells like tangerines. But yeah, they're, uh, you know, Tempranillo doesn't always last really well, but if you are, again, doing it with purpose and intending to make it last, I mean, you can find, you know, 40, 50 year old Tempranillos that, while not completely, you know, containing the fruit that they once had, they're still drinkable and really interesting. I think uh, the manager that preceded me here at the store, 
uh, he and I were talking one day and someone came in and said, you know what, I found these wines. They were at my parents' house when they passed away and um, just wanted to know if they're any good. And, I and remember he, that. Yeah, he looked over them and just said, you know, I'm not sure you know, if these would be good. You know, these don't look like they were stored properly. A few of them, the corks were bulging. And the guy said, I tell you what, if you want, just want to take a flyer and, you know, we... You know, he wanted to know if we could buy him, you know, as the store and then sell him. We're like, no, we can't do that. I mean, that's... You know, but we'll buy him and drink him ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just as a, a side thing, it's like, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, we'll give it a go. And, and, I mean, we're not talking like, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars or anything like that. But we tried. And sure, I mean, one of them, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this wine was bottled, you know, when Franco was still in power in Spain. <laughs> I remember and, you. Were, you remember you drinking those. And I don't think you shared them with me, though. No, only <laughs> only no. one of them had any type of fruit on it out of the six or eight bottles, yeah. and it was that Tempranillo, yeah. which was kind of shocking. Um, yeah, this this is one of the unique rosés. Um, if I look at all the rosés I've had in my life and seen and heard about, there's not a lot like this. What's this run a bottle? Forty. 40 bucks for a rosé, which maybe. is not cheap for a no. rosé. There's definitely some oxidation on this. Uh, you would think it were, there would be for a 10-year-old mm -hmm. wine, but uh, if I can say oxidation in a good way, mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing it purposefully. Uh, but it's, what do you guys think? Nice, right? Yeah, it's, these are the types of things that, for me, um, that you kind of like in our last podcast last week, is you kind of, that's why you have a cellar. You put stuff like this down, and I bet you this would be good ten years from now. Yeah, I've got a few, um, got a few of them from at least two years ago that I'm going to hold on to and experiment with, and, and see what happens if you can find them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do truly, we have any left for sale in here? Uh, no. <laughs> Did we drink them all? <laughs> yeah. mm, yes. <laughs> hey, you know what makes me sad, Matt? Uh, it's hard going. Yeah, it's, it's it's every day. It's a little different, right? Yeah. We don't have any Trincovadel to drink this year. Oh, yeah. Any Tavel? Yeah. yeah, dry. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. It, it makes me sad that we can't drink a wine that I yeah. kind of a tradition for me. Mm -hmm. And and actually, I'll be honest. It kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Well, how in the hell can you not have Tavel Jekyll? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how can you not have that wine in stock this time of year? Yeah. What yeah, happened? I won't be back till next year. Yeah, what happened? Or next, uh, next month. Yeah. yeah, and after, I don't want it. You just, you just tell them to take it back. If they bring it in here after Thanksgiving, you tell them that Brian yeah. doesn't want it. Yeah. Brian said no. F you and your vino no. too. No, <laughs> But I'm, I'm not happy about that. No, considering how much of it that we sell during a year, mm -hmm. yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I ordered it a few times and came back. I was like, oh, okay, you know, we've sold through the vintage. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the go-to wine for all of my staff is now not yeah. here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, and such is life. Well, uh, speaking of confrontations and anger, <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk a little <clears throat> bit of, little bit of uh, uh, verses here on okay. the things that we like, all right. don't like, people argue about. Uh, straight little, up, how about... Rumble, uh, a little yeah, rumble time. I think we've already talked about... Uh, Smoking and different types of, oh, and turkeys. And turkeys. Yeah, we talked about smoking turkeys. We talked about yeah. smoking. Yeah. And then we talked about turkeys. Yeah. Not the yeah. same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> but kind of the same. But dark or light meat? Dark meat. Same here. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not 
you know, you know, con on uh, on white meat, but uh, I think I can tell you why. Uh, Dark meat is um, one more flavorful, mm -hmm. and two, you know, the bad rap the turkey has is it's dry. Yeah, the dark meat in the turkey is not dry. I don't know if it's just where it's tucked with the thighs and the in the in the drum and all that but yeah. what do you guys jerk uh darker or light why, meat yeah. why is it dark is I, it I, I, I don't know yeah. that's a great I just, question i just sat that is a great freaking question because there's no is there is there dark yeah there's kind of dark meat on a chicken right uh, thighs are a little darker yeah. maybe it's because muscle the breasts see more of the sun in the daytime. It could be. I yeah. Don't know. yeah, they're they're lower to the ground. So <laughs> that's a great question. Hey, can you get on the Google machine and see why why turkey has dark meat and white meat? Yeah. Because you don't have dark meat and white meat with pork. Really? No, no, not unless right? it's been so that's, too long. I just love it when we yeah. ponder these really yeah. stupid questions. What 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 would you like to? What about on geese? Are you a goose? Geese? Oh, you know what? I am. It's yeah. one of those things that I probably haven't had. A, when my when my grandfather was still alive, he would do a goose, mm -hmm. and that was probably thirty years ago. And mm -hmm. I probably haven't had a goose in thirty thirty. Years. Yeah. I don't know if that that sounded dirty. Yeah. I that haven't had a goose in thirty, 30. years. Yeah. <laughs> goose, yeah. duck, duck, goose. Um, real fatty though, right? Yeah. What's the, what's the answer there, crack team? Answer: In a turkey, the active muscles such as the legs store a lot of oxygen and become dark. There you go. So be, because the breasts aren't as active, mine aren't, mm -hmm. are yours? I work them out every morning. <laughs> no, you do. But uh, what, you do with them, and yeah, what, you, what you do with them doesn't count. Uh, oh, that yeah, counts. So, so it's, all the, it's all the workout that the legs yeah. get, and that makes them, uh, what you say, with, the, with uh, the oxygen and such? Interesting. Well, there you go, folks. There's your bit of knowledge for the evening. Don't expect anything else from us, except mm. for more lies. So cool. Um, but no, a goose, I love goose. Ham is normally uh, ham. Do you ever do ham for Thanksgiving? Yeah, there's usually ham around. I'm, I'm just not. I, ham balls? I, yeah, but it's different. Okay, I, all right. I don't know what it is about just kind of chunks of ham. Right? Oh, see, I like, I like ham. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think that. There's, it's not going to be my first choice. So. Ham's normally a, a Christmas thing for us. Yeah. Ham or a prime rib. Yeah. And then um, a duck is really good, too. And oh, then yeah. pheasant is, is pretty good, but that also tends to be a little dry. Mm -hmm. um, and then what else? Um, and, uh, Emu? And pigeon. Yeah. Love me some pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's quail is good, too. But you gotta you got to cook up a lot of quail to feed a family of yeah, you know. and don't shoot it with buckshot. No, do not. That's, you're just going to spend all your time spitting that stuff out or breaking teeth. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah, but turkeys you can shoot with buckshot. You can. Yeah. You can. I've had yeah, I've had uh, buckshot in my my breasts. Yeah, that's uh, my turkey breast. That uh, is pull. There's <laughs> a loaded turkey and just. I'm not talking about a live one, but yeah. so catapult it. Like a pumpkin, yeah. cranberry with mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, or the stuff that falls out of a can. Neither. Neither. Yeah. So don't like cranberry sauce. It's just never been my thing. Uh, it's one of those things that just I don't know. It's okay. Um, I I will take a little bit of it, and then I will gorge on other things. Yeah. So it's always been my it's my annual thing. It's always been for whatever stupid reason for the last. 
25 plus years, I make cranberry sauce every year. I make a different one every year. I'll make a, a relish, I'll make a chutney, I'll make a jam, I'll make, uh, uh, what else will I do? Uh, uh, with the cinnamon sticks and the orange zest, and you'll put a whole uh, uh, um, uh, vanilla bean in there. I, I do it all. And then, you know what? It never gets eaten. I mean, nobody likes it, except for me. I, I, I love it. And then, you you know, you... We go home and you throw it in the refrigerator, and about nine months later, it's you know still back in the very very back of the refrigerator. And the thing that scares me about cranberry, whatever I make, is it's normally pretty damn good four or five months into well, it. I don't know if it's the amount of sugar that's in it or what it is, but I have this image of you like aging cranberry sauce. <laughs> like if you found went into one of your freezers, yeah. there'd be like yeah, forty-five. Yeah, because I am kind of a food hoarder. There's no doubt about, yeah. about that. We have three freezers in our house. And every single one of us, chock-a-block full of things that I may eat at some point in our lifetime. Yeah. But, if, I mean, if the apocalypse comes, a.k.a. COVID, we're good, man. We, yeah. We're, yeah. we're good to go at our house. We can yeah. I can pull some stuff out. I can't tell you what it is until we thaw it out yeah. many times. Cause, and even know, then. We, and even then, I might not be able to tell you. But I'm, yeah, I'm the, pretty sure at one point. The seahorse. When we, when we, <laughs> seahorses are delicious. They're hard to cook just right. But when you do. They're on a stick. They're, on a stick. They are delicious. The little tail that wraps I, There's going to probably be some type of pita or some group that's yeah. going to, some ocean yeah, Something we don't want to run afoul of the uh, the powerful seahorse lobby. Yeah, we got to be careful uh, with that. <laughs> so stuffing in the bird or out of the bird? Uh, I like the crispy edges of the stuffing, but otherwise stuffing's not my thing either. Oh, gee, Christmas. Just soggy bread. I'm learning more things about yeah. you, difficult things about yeah. you, that uh, hot dog water, all of that stuff. Now if you took stuffing and you know rolled them into... Like a ball format, and, and then, then just dropped it into a fryer. Oh hell It'd be yes! Like a falafel. Oh yeah, you and that's a thing. You, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely a thing yeah. for leftovers. Yeah. Absolutely, positively. Yeah. I've come full circle. I used to stuff stuff the shit out of the bird, yeah. and um, and then I would also put stuffing in it. See what oh. I did there? All the way up to the wristwatch. <laughs> All yeah. the way yeah. up to the wristwatch, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> um, but I I don't normally because it it makes the cooking time on the turkey probably adds. A while. I mean, I don't want. I don't want. I because don't, of an the, hour. Because well, the water, because you got well the, all the moisture in the, yeah, yeah. in the turkey. But I do like stuffing in a turkey because yeah. just you get the flavors of the turkey. And but no, anymore we. My wife's pretty picky when it comes to stuffing, yeah. um, and her uh, choice in men. But that's a that's a whole other yeah, conversation. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. But no, yeah. I I would say anymore. It's probably stuffing out of the bird. Mm -hmm. Sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes? Oh, sweet potatoes all day, every day. Well, we do both. Oh, man. Do you do uh, the gratin where you slice them up real scalloped thin potatoes. and scalloped potatoes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, we do two or three different. That's the problem is we do way too many sides. I mean, there's normally three or four, yeah. you know, mashed potatoes. But what about turnips? Do you know what turnips and rutabagas are? I mean, you know what those yeah. are, right? You can make those into... Have you ever had those? Not for Thanksgiving, no. Well, but you've had them before? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a big... I, I can't remember which one it is, but one of them might have a... You know, if, if it's coming around the table, I'm not eating it. I think it might be turnips. That's Turnips are the ones that look like white carrots, carrots I think. And the rutabaga is that big big guy that looks like a white beet. Like and an it, onion with a pointy Yeah, end. and it's always got all that freaking wax on it or something. I don't yeah. know if they, 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 the wax is natural. Mm -hmm. It's certainly not edible. 
you've ever had a rutabaga, look it up. It, it's it's a thing. Chew on but it, it like an apple. Yeah, you can chew on it like an apple, but it's one of those two. I think it's a turnip that I don't care for. Have you ever grabbed a wax apple by accident off of a centerpiece? Not that I would it? admit to on I did, the radio. I did when I was a kid. I, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I have. Yeah. I mean, I finished it to make a point, but that's just who I am. You mean like today have I done that? No. <laughs> no. No. I haven't done that Not today. Not today. <laughs> no, sweet yeah. potatoes always. I mean, sweet potato fries, but it's a sweet potato. You know, I'll eat sweet potatoes just kind of cooked and steamed, but no, nah, man, you got to get them in that nine by, or eight and a half by 11 Pyrex with chopped up into like thirds with all the brown sugar and the marshmallows on yeah. the top, yeah. and oh yeah, I have a bit of a texture problem with uh, with sweet potatoes. So they're a little stringy for yeah. me. You know how they have if, if you don't. Yeah. I don't know. There's something that's about weird it. because I I have a problem with stringy, you know, vegetables and things like that too. But you don't have a problem with sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. huh. How um, about like green beans? Good with green beans? Uh, yeah, and they're you know I don't. I don't generally like like snap peas and things like that, but um, black green beans, yeah. I mean, as long as they're you're a lot more fussy than I ever thought you were going to be. I'm discerning. Well, okay, so. we'll go with that. we'll go with discerning. But fussy. I mean, in fairness, yeah. you know, I'm also the guy that when I was traveling and was too cheap to throw anything away, like I bought a sandwich and had mold down half of it. I just peeled off the mold. Well, and yeah, ate the I other. Mean, it's, yeah, it's only yeah. It's mold, is, mold is protecting the rest of the sandwich. I mean, I'm, yeah. 22 with hardly any money traveling through Spain. Yep. yep. I'm not going to throw that sandwich away. That's a good sandwich. No. All right. I'm loving this wine. Mm -hmm. Just bathe in this guy. It's, mm -hmm. it's really, really good. Yeah, so this, is, yeah, this is good. Seek out a, a kind of an aged rosé if you can. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and frankly, just seek out a rosé for Thanksgiving. That's, that's all I have a five-year-old rosé about two weeks ago. We had one bottle left of that... Uh, um, that Montes uh, Chero Brose. Yeah, I don't even think they make anymore. Yeah, they but, don't. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Chilean, right? Yeah. Yep. I had that with barbecue beef pizza. So sounds like a pairing to me. Kicked off the night with a little pizza from next door, a little street taco pizza. What'd you guys think of that? Pretty good, right? Not bad. Got to get something to coat the stomach before you start getting into the the booze. Better than road pizza pizza. Yeah, that's. Also one of my favorites around Thanksgiving. <laughs> so do we? Uh, we want to get into. Um, do we want to get into the uh, the fourth beverage? Yeah, we can do that. Sorry, I just got a. I just happened to look down at my phone. Uh, gentle listeners, I had a friend of mine who was in uh, uh, in the hospital with COVID, and he's going to be getting out. And uh, everyone on the group text was congratulating. You know, glad you're feeling better. And I wrote back. I was like, well, I'm glad you're feeling better, but. I had two weeks in the pool, so thanks, I guess. And, <laughs> and I just got an expletive lace text back. <laughs> two weeks. Like, in the there pool. goes rent money. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. Like, I thought we were bros. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> I said two weeks, and you're out in a couple of days. Yeah, that's not cool, man. Yeah. What the hell? Hey. I thought we were friends. We, we talked about this. So I guess. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. guess good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you're awful. Oh, <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Oh, well, ready to move on to the, the um, uh... Oh, yeah, I have the opener, don't I? Yeah. You know, and I picked this one for a special reason, Brian. I just want you to know that. I, was I think, look forward to hearing why. I was thinking of, of us. Yeah. So, this is a, uh, a Beaujolais made from Gamay from uh, the region, the subregion 
uh, Moulin Avant. And Moulin Avant is anytime you hear about a, an aged Beaujolais that somebody's drinking, which doesn't happen a lot, it's usually from there. This is a 2015. And 2015 was when I came to work here. Aw, you're going to make me cry. In fact, I think I started as a wine club member here yeah. in January of that year. I can remember you in classes uh, right about where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Back in the back of the class, making faces at me while we were teaching the class, Nick and I, I think, probably yeah. at the time. Well, and, you know, that's a, a far cry up from what I used to be when I would be in classes in college. I'd sit in the back, all the way back in the corner where I had two walls to lean on and just sleep. So, <laughs> Got a lot out of that class. Yeah, I did. So this is kind of fun because I think if most people that know a little bit about wine would say, well, Beaujolais and Beaujolais Nouveau, and you got to drink it young, and, um, and Beaujolais Nouveau is released the, actually, it's probably released this week, as I think about it. Today. It's Okay, well, there you go, because yeah. it's released normally the third week of November. So it's, it's a very, very young wine. It was uh, pressed, fermented uh, in this, this year. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's a wine that's literally six, six yeah. eight weeks old yeah. real light excuse me really light in alcohol but uh, not my thing but this is a Beaujolais uh, this is a grand this is a, uh, a crew Beaujolais excuse me, not a grand crew but a crew Beaujolais meaning mm -hmm. it's, it's five years old man I mean yeah. you don't you don't hear look at the color on that thing yeah I mean to look at it you you, you think it's, it's a cab yeah you would almost think it's a thank you you would almost think it's a Cabernet but it's it's not it's Gamay it's a Beaujolais um, it's one of the, it's the highest rated of the um, of the crew boat. Excuse me, my goodness, the crew Beaujolais, and um, another one that that you should uh, keep using. Seek out. That's my word yeah. of the the evening. But this is definitely a wine that you're not going to find at every wine merchant, uh, mm -hmm. but the ones that care about your your Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. a.k.a. And your us, happiness, and, your and happiness, you as a person. And you as a person, yeah. exactly. All Instead of, of the places that you go and you say, uh, do you know anything about this wine? And they say, uh, it's, uh, it's red, dude. It's red, dude. <laughs> I it's think it's, uh, I don't know, it's a different language, so it's, you know, it's not American written on there. Yeah, so, so uh, I can't be bothered. Yeah, this is, I'm thinking... French, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it says from France on the yeah, back of the bottle. Yeah. yeah, but no, this this is um, this is what good Beaujolais is supposed to taste like. Mm -hmm. And this this is Thanksgiving in a glass. Well, Gamay is. That sounds like Barry White right now. Yeah, this this is Thanksgiving yeah. in a glass. This is kind of the exception to anything like that. To what Beaujolais yeah. is that I normally explain it to people. Uh, my former and now current co-worker again, uh, she always used to say that uh, that Nebbiolo, the grape that makes Barolo, is Pinot Noir that's not screwing around. And I think that Gamay is Pinot Noir that is screwing around. Like, it's, you know, it tends to be a little more fruity and for not as earthy and, you know, kind of doop doop doo doo you know, let's enjoy. It's just a, a great drink. If wine could talk, that's yeah, what it would say. Yeah. yeah. Be like, hey guys, let's hang out. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's how wine. Say sounds. hi to your mom for you, me. In case you oh, guys are wondering yeah. at home what wine sounds yeah. like, that's what it is. We're yeah. putting it into tune for you. Oh, we need to do a whole podcast Song. on that. What yeah. what wine sounds like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that would go. Yeah. I don't even know what that would look like. <laughs> but I bet you we can figure it we out. We can workshop. Yeah, that. we can we, <laughs> we can whiteboard that. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, but this the bright little bright cherry. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a little more tannic. It's a little heavier. Um, Moulin Avant is, I don't know, about, so if you take the cruise, I think there are 10 of them. Um, it's maybe the third most northern, but it's on a hill. And Moulin Avant is windmill, and it's named after a windmill on top of that hill. I think it's, I don't know, maybe 400 feet high or something like that. But the cool thing about it, when we talk about um, terroir and grapes tasting different where they're grown, this is a prime example. You pick up any other, you know, Beaujolais anywhere, and you're probably not going to get this heavy of a flavor. Uh, the soils around here are uh, similar to everything else around it, but they also have a high level of manganese in it, interestingly enough. And too much manganese in the soil will basically kill the vines. The vines won't be able to grow. There'll be toxicity. And, uh, but with this, there's just enough that it makes the vines strain and it limits the yields of it and grape vines that have to fight make more expressive and complex wines. Now it's also a high um, iron content in the soil too and with iron it's generally attributed that it makes a little more tannic wine uh, so you have a Beaujolais that you know, made from Gamay that's usually a little fruitier, a little lighter, a little higher acid you put those things together and you get a heavier version of this wine. And to top it all off, on that hill, most of the vineyards are facing the east. So it's going to get all the sunlight you know, in the morning. So it's going to be warm during the, uh, through the day. And as it goes into the evening, it's going to cool off slowly. So you're going to have a larger period where it's cooler um, temperature-wise during the day. Uh, yeah, it's just a fascinating area for, for Beaujolais. So, um, good information there. Thank mm -hmm. you. That's great. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, you can... Uh, Every once in a while, I, you know, joke around with I you, think but the, that, that was good stuff. I think those were all right, too. Most of those things yeah. you said were true. Yeah, that gets my percentage up, at least. Nice job. So. Mm -hmm. um, normally, like a Beaujolais Nouveau, you're looking at, what, 10, 12, 13 bucks yeah. a bottle anymore? Yeah. What's this little guy around? Uh, 27, I think. So, that's not so awful, but, yeah, yeah I mean, look at, look at the difference. So, you're... you're yeah. Two and a half times more expensive, and there's a reason for it yeah. per your your, mm -hmm. your uh, conversation you just had about it. So there's a reason why this wine's more expensive than wine that's six weeks old, mm -hmm. right? So seek this guy out too. We have a couple different uh, Cru Beaujolais in the in the shop right now, right? Yeah, I think we have a Rainy and a uh, Amour. Yeah, Saint-Amour, I think is the most northern. It is. That one may be a lie. Is that true? I think it's true. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Look at this guy. Yeah. So, and by that I mean me. Yeah. And by this guy I mean Matt. Yes. But uh, but yeah, and each one has kind of its own little expression on it. Um, but if you walk in and you see a little windmill um, or something that says Moulin, M-O-U-L-I-N, and then what looks like Vent, V-E-N-T, if you see that on a Beaujolais and buy it's it. older, buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Because a lot of stores, you know, take it back, a lot of grocery stores 
they'll have someone that looks at it and says, well, that's been on the shelf for, you know, three years, five years. We haven't sold any, let's discount it. So you walk in and you see that thing. Oh, yeah, you grab it. Grab it, grab it, grab it. Grab yep. it and go. Yep. Yeah. That's the best thing about, uh, you know, educating people on wine, helping people find out, find those great deals. Yep. Like when you're in a restaurant or even in a restaurant, yeah. right? Anyone they come in here, I mean, they can look around them. They know that I'm not, you know, BSing them. They're going to look around and say, oh, yeah, these are the things he's telling us to look for. Yep. And coincidentally, I have them here. Hmm. Shocking. Oh. Yeah. So we uh, we talked a little bit about tonight about your your kind of your go to stuff in mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, when you're sitting at the dinner table and and I don't know how you do it but we normally pass you mm-hmm. know we pass stuff around at least we used yeah. to probably won't anymore at least certainly not this holiday but what would uh, what would you pass on and when it comes across you're saying yeah I don't think I want that that's that's not my thing you know the like I said earlier the cranberry sauce yeah. Um, Especially, do you think it was because as a kid you got it out of that ocean spray, that thing that, you know, would make a funny noise when it plops down on the uh, on the no. plate? Yeah, I feel like if I could have seen that, I probably would have liked it more. <laughs> yeah. The one that looks like an well, Alpo can. I, I hate to admit it, my like, mother used to cook. Like I mean, my mom was a pretty good cook, but it was they looked like little little cranberry colored hockey pucks. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. just uh, yeah. no. But anyway, so well, cranberry about, sauce. Yeah, I think about those. Uh, well, the other things too, kind of down that same line, the uh, uh, what I would call, you know, they're either called funeral casseroles or like Lutheran casseroles, yeah. you know, here in the Midwest. You would get um, kind of that red kind of cranberry jello thing going on. Oh, with, sure. Like, pretzels yeah, it, and mushrooms. And it would have like, it would yeah. also have like um, a coleslaw in it or something, right? Yeah, like or we, something weird. Well, in it's it. everything on those tables is called a salad. Yeah, like, and none of them. But have I, I know what you're talking about with that. that it's yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's just one. all the stuff that's put together that shouldn't. But yeah. you know what sounds really good in here? Let's put some sauerkraut in here. That would be delicious yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, I just I I'll eat it. Um, I'm kind of one of those people that'll eat. You know, if you put food in front of me and I don't have to make it, yeah, I'm gonna eat it. What what um, I like about cranberry sauce so, though is I like the sweet and the savory. I like uh, it's cranberry sauce sauce gives me a little. Sweet with the with the stuffing or with you know the, even I, I'm I'm more of a guy. Here's another question for you. Yeah. I'm more of a guy that I don't care if everything on my plate touches each other. I mean, I'm gonna almost make a, a freaking oh, casserole. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm mixing all that shit together, yeah. man. But there's a lot of people, and 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 I yeah. have a couple of kids like that that. Everything, everything has yeah. to be don't don't let my potatoes touch my corn casserole no. screw that man i'm yeah. i'm mixing it together because i like the fla- up, i like the flavors if i've got rolls i mean this is the most american thing about me i think i will make a sandwich out of anything oh absolutely i know and that if about i've got you. the roll oh, i will open yep. that up oh, i will take yep. you know yep. if you got i i love peas by the way you know i would take the peas one of my mashed potatoes foods. you know you know a little bit of gravy a piece of turkey you know, maybe a little bit of yep. you know, yep. anything else that's on my plate. Green bean casserole, especially in there, give it a little texture. And oh yeah, you know, with that caramelized oh, with yeah. the uh, onions, oh, on oh, the, yeah. the dried onions. Yeah. For me, it's um, I'll eat again. I'll eat just about anything. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's Brussels sprouts. So I'm not. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a texture thing or. Um, the way it makes me farty afterwards. I don't know be. what that is. Maybe yeah, because I can make it really uncomfortable <laughs> to sit around. Yeah, yeah, well, not normally with yeah. me. It's more with me. It's more pull my finger around yeah. the, around yeah. the dinner table. But no, for me, I'm not a huge Brussels sprouts guy. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat them, but That's we f- make a really good Brussels sprout. Next oh, the door. Kung Pao. Yeah, ones, the yeah. Kung Pao. But I just Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. are not. 
That's a new thing for me. Like over the last several years that I've grown to like those. Um, Artichoke, uh, like artichoke hearts. I'm not a huge artichoke guy either. Where they actually bring the artichoke out and it's been steamed and open. And you have to kind of, you know. Pull the leaves off and it's just a weird, isn't that an odd fruit or vegetable or whatever the frick it is? Because you can't eat the whole thing until you get to the heart. Yeah. But you're going to. Pull off the leaf and then kind of bite off the the, the, the meat or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. just it's a weird it's a weird yeah. uh, it's a weird species. How we ever decided that? Hey, this thing hurts like a son of a bitch when I touch it because yeah. it's got the little prickly thing on it. Hey, Frank, let's eat. eat that. The, go ahead, give it to Frank. Yeah. Frank's our guy, right? Yeah. Frank, give it to Frank. He'll eat yeah. it. Frank yeah. eats everything. Yeah. Yeah. it's kind of like Mikey. Yeah, or the poisonous ones. You know, there's always you know, Donna, stop eating those. You know, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. do you uh, do you drink the same thing throughout the whole evening, or do you migrate to other things? Do you get do you do you find that you start with um, you know, Everclear mm-hmm. and then move to um, you know uh, Night Train, Night Train, Night Train. <laughs> Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Yeah. No, do you, normally do you... I start I, whatever I take. Uh, this is you know kind of specific to my family, and it's not that my family doesn't drink. Uh, it was at least I never saw it as something that was at the table. Like, we never had wine on the table, you know, growing up. Uh, even a, a beer at Thanksgiving, nobody drank. It was just water. Um, we would, uh, you know, so when I started taking wine to Thanksgiving, that was a different issue. Um, and in fact, I, I was like, I even asked, I was like, okay, if I bring some wine, you know, to sit down and drink. This was years ago, and, you know, nobody had a problem with it. And not everybody drinks at Thanksgiving, you know, with, with my family, but... Uh, but yeah, usually whatever I take, I just figure I'm going to be drinking that all night. So I take two or three rosés or two or three Pinot Noir that are the same bottle and hope that it's just not me hammering those down. <laughs> you finish with the with the, the brown liquid at all? or No. Nope. Nope? No. Oh. I mean, I, I probably will this year. I may start with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's probably true of all of us this year. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, alcohol is an interesting thing. It was never, you know, like a taboo thing in my family at all. It just wasn't around in the same way for a lot of folks were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, we don't really change a whole lot. We'll, you know, start in the, in the, you know, maybe some mimosas or something at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Yeah. Nobody's up at 6 o'clock. But maybe some bloodies and a couple beers and, mm-hmm. and then just some wine, you know, mm-hmm. and then just keep them open the whole evening. Is the missus a scotch drinker? No. No. She wants to be for whatever. So I really want to like scotch. I said, why? <laughs> I mean, if you don't like it, you, you know, she'll try it and it'll, it's all burny. Yeah. This stuff gives me, it's all burny. It, 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 makes, the, my, it makes my throat burny. Well, I don't know. I don't know who Bernie is, but uh, you know, that, we need uh, to talk about this. Isn't that uh, um, wine? Grape juice that burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she, I mean, I think she'd like to, to enjoy some of those yeah. things, but for the most part, she's white wine. Well, you, you know, kind of lucked out then, you know, that you can buy whatever you want on that and no one's going to drink yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. not the case with, with me, With your, your house, yeah. No, the yep, lady yep, friend. Yep, uh, yep. Somehow I tripped over it to the lady friend who likes uh, scotch. Everything you like. And... <laughs> Dark beers. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. This doesn't sound right. I don't want you drinking all the things I like to drink. Yeah. But so, um, what about desserts? You guys, uh, you guys do the uh, desserts? Oh yeah. There's always cookies around, and um, 
pumpkin pie. You wait for de- you wait you for should... dessert time to eat the desserts, or uh, you. I eat the cookies as soon as I get there. <laughs> I if they put them out, that, you're screwed. If you put them out, I'm eating them. Well, and that and that's a problem now with uh, you know having the uh, nieces and nephew. You know they see Uncle Matt uh, going over there eating a cookie. Um, I mean, what's Uncle Matt going to do? Uh, he's going to give him a cookie. Yeah, you're that you're that yeah. inappropriate uh, uncle. So you win. You got the yeah. inappropriate uncle. Oh, well, it's not award. inappropriate. Well, I it, I mean, well, it depends. I mean, it, it mom and dad don't want the little little the little ones eating yeah, cookies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but it's not like but it's, it's a holiday. It's not like I got drunk and started yelling. You know what your problem is, Mabel? <laughs> <laughs> you know what your kids' problem are? Yeah, is ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, we're big. Um, my wife likes pie, and it seems like. We always make, let's say there's eight people over for Thanksgiving or eight, 10 or 12. She'll make 72 pies. And it's like yeah. everyone gets to go home with a pie. It's like, what in the world? <laughs> you know, we'll start off. And the other thing is we'll always, so we print off all of the menu. We we have a menu she prints yeah. off, which is wonderful. And then she'll print off all of the things we need to be making throughout the day. So it's printed off like the casseroles and everything. And there's normally like seven pies that we have to make throughout the day. And... If we're going to make seven, because the day goes on and we get busy doing other things, we ended up with like three. Because I just didn't have time to make the other ones. But for us, it's always going to be obviously pumpkin. You have to have pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. You mess around with that, do like a bourbon whatever pumpkin pie. But um, there is a chocolate pecan pie that we make. A bourbon chocolate pecan. Pecan, 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 pecan pie. Pecan pie. on pie. Do not, do not eat those. Those are terrible. It's like unless yeah, it's bourbon. It's like yellow snow. But we do a, a pecan, uh, a bourbon pecan pie. That's just wonderful. But yeah, we're uh, we're definitely pie people. Mm-hmm. We're we're, the, we're pie people from way back. We we come from a long line of a pie long, people. A long yeah. line of from pie, Pytonia. From Pytonia, yes, we're in the 1700s, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Close to Pyrovania. So, uh. <laughs> well, wow, that was that was that was fun, right? Oh, are we still lying? We're, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed this time we had together. I thought we had a quota. We oh, we have, yeah, we're at like <laughs> nine for lies. But I think maybe we uh, wrap this one up and we move into a little after hours because I think we got a couple little treats for after hours too, right? Mm-hmm. Move into that. So uh, basically, summarize. We started with a, a fabulous old uh, brewery, uh, Shells. Uh, for Shell or Shells? Shell? Shells. Shells. Well, that's, of, that's what you of, see on the label. Right now, but it's North, Shell North Ulm, uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then we went into that cider. We talked about that pear cider. Guys, look for that pear cider. And then rosé. I mean, come on. I mean, if you can find an aged rosé, go after it, especially mm-hmm. if it's got a little um, history to it like this one does. Mm-hmm. And then we finished up with a, a wonderful gamay, and as we said, the Moulin of Inn. Moulin of Inn. Vent. Avant. Avant. You, you and you always correct me. Oh. I feel like I'm at home well, with. Only I'm, because I feel like I'm, I'm at home. It up, I feel so. like I feel like I'm at home with you. Yeah. It's but, pronounced Janowski. All the letters are silent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the X is silent, even though there's not an X in the word. Yeah. Well, listen. Let's wrap this up. Let's move on to some after hours. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, love spending time with you. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you on the radio. Bye-bye.